I've been creating audio and video essays for the past three years, and one thing I've become acutely aware of is just how hard it is to make an essay about something no one's ever really heard about. It's one thing to dissect Michael's loss of innocence in The Godfather or the perfectionism displayed through David Fincher's entire filmography, but it's another to tackle analyzing the small and often obscure works of art and media that both fascinate and enthrall me. And as a still relatively small podcast and YouTube channel, often an even more surreal challenge presents itself. When choosing to delve into the depths of the unknown, there's always the pressure to create an essay that is impactful despite the subject's obscurity, in the hopes that the audience who receives that message will come out of the experience as intrigued and profoundly moved as I was. It can be bitter, bitter work one that often doesn't grant as immediate success as one might hope. But as a result, I get to share with you some of the weirder aspects of art, literature, and media that both changed me and now have come to define me. One of the reasons I love audio so much in particular is because it's become a home to so much of the weird, of esoteric, singular shows that remain completely obtuse to those who aren't in the know, for lack of a better phrase. I've talked about series like Adventures in New America, or the Truth Anthology series, or The Long Hallway, and all have their different approach to depicting surrealist fiction, drama, and comedy, while utilizing the great strengths of the medium to their fullest extent possible, and in this essay I'd like to introduce you to another, A Twilight World of Ultimate Smoothness. It's a show that, just like the others, can be hard to describe to a layperson, but I'll try my best all the same. The main character is one Greg Willis, a nighttime radio host with a penchant for oldies, and the six-episode miniseries depicts this aging patriarch of radio unraveling, left behind in the dust as the industry moves past him and his sensibilities. He's misogynistic, he's rude and sarcastic, He's extremely funny and intensely interesting, and most importantly, he has a great taste in music. From H-Town's Knock in the Boots to Al Wilson's Show and Tell, his radio show serves as a window through time, featuring music that is immensely moving and nostalgic. Outside of the tunes, this show explores themes of loneliness, of alienation, of the past rubbing against the future. Audio dramas in the modern age of podcasting love to do this. So often they use the old medium of radio as a backdrop for the podcast we're listening to. One of the most famous examples of this ilk would be Welcome to Night Vale. And in the Twilight world, it's no different. Even the obscure knows how to play on our nostalgic biases. As I said before, the show is weird, with overtly sexual undertones, wild and wacky commercials played in between songs, a running bit about singer Sade Adu that transforms from hilarious in passing to meaningful and impactful over the arc of the story, and a host whose penchant for self-destructive behavior and being deeply obtuse at all times is as sad and funny to me as it is endearing, and he's a character unlike any I've seen in other mediums. I don't know what it is about weird shows that specifically move me, but I find a lot of comfort in shows like Twilight World. Maybe that's why in the past six months I found it hard to go to sleep at night without playing it. Some people leave The Office or Friends on in the background as white noise to fall asleep to. I let the smooth, sultry tones of Greg Willis Radio fill my ears at night. And it's through this process I'm left impacted in an earnestly singular and personal way. Maybe the creators of the show wouldn't like hearing this, but in so many ways the show feels like it's mine. 
and there's a kind of selfish, egotistical beauty that can be found in coveting the works, stories, and media that we love as being our own. Their obscurity to others speaks to our ability to personally identify with it, take it under the umbrella of our own uniqueness as individuals. It's in these works, these lonely podcasts, comics, and lost episodes of television, that I find a kinship of sorts. Their worlds have remained largely unexplored by the mass populace, save a few wandering strangers who couldn't help but stumble upon them. And it's through that process of wandering that a stranger becomes less estranged. This podcast's audience, mind theater I mean, is small, yes, but it's also intimate. And in a world where people collapse under the immense pressure of expectations and the whims of an audience whose voice and influence over the content looms much larger than your own, I'm glad, at least for a little while longer, that my show is still mine still small, that my art is defined by me, and the conceptual pressure remains contained, if only within the confines of my weary, anxious mind. And it's also through this that I'm reminded why I create art in the first place. It's been an avenue for me, an outlet, one I'm extremely thankful and grateful for, but it's also for you, for a single solitary person who becomes changed by the profound, or at least by my wavering ability to access that profoundness that I see in all forms of art, from the highest-grossing movies to the podcast lost to history. Maybe this essay didn't do the best job at explaining why you should listen to A Twilight World of Ultimate Smoothness, but in a way, I don't really care. It changed me, and through its influence and the art I continue to create, maybe it'll change you. Mind Theater is a solo effort producer written by me, Aoaking Bade. For updates on the show as well as my other content, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to show monetary support, the Kofi link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.